Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Selah Fellowship podcast of our Wednesday services. We are currently studying through the book of Exodus. Please open your Bibles to Exodus as we dive into our study this evening. We're going to be in Exodus 31. Right on through. Here last week, next chapter. I'll go ahead and pray. Lord, thank you for bringing us here. Thank you for opening up your word. Thank you for using me as a vessel. Will you continue to do that? And let your truth shine and not let your words fall to the ground. Um, Let these words go to other people's hearts as it is your word and your truths. And you'll move in that. So thank you, Lord, and just use me as a vessel today. In your name, amen. Um, Let me open up, because I told you guys to, and I didn't myself. Um, So this is now the wrapping up of Moses on the mount with with God, that he's giving him through all these Ten Commandments, all of these cubits upon cubits upon gold and copper and large things and small things and down to measurements, recipes for everything. We went through all of that, what to wear. Um, Moses has gotten all of that, all of this law that was laid out. And now we're kind of, we are at that last closing part. And it's surprising to me because I would think if I'm wrapping up, I'd want to end with like, be strong, courageous, keep on, keep on going on, like deep call to deep, go do it, Moses. Um, but he doesn't. He leaves off with, he tells him that he's going to get help, and he talks about the Sabbath. Not my closing statement for this long list of things, but it's what Moses needed to hear. Um, Moses, I can only imagine that if I had this list of all these things and... All these things, I would be filled with worry. I'd be filled with a task list that was done too much, and I'd want to just do it all as fast as I could. So I'd be worried, um, overstressed, and pressed to this limit of work. And so that's why God is now saying, Hey, I'm going to bring you a helper. Don't worry about it. I know you're not the best workman. I got workmen for you. Um, with the Sabbath, I know that you're going to try to make this work, work, work. I know you're going to try to work through and get these tabernacle and do this, um, all these lavers and bowls and all these things. I know you're going to try to do them as fast as you can, but don't forget about me. Don't forget about the Sabbath. So just a cool time of not how I would close a statement, of this big, big thing, but God cares about Moses, and he's laying it out without Moses saying a word. I feel like Moses sometimes sticks his, voices his opinion often, but this time he doesn't have to, and the Lord still steps in and knows his heart and steps in and reveals, hey, I know you're stressed out. I got you. Um, so let's read verse 1. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, 
of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God, in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship, to design artistic works, to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting jewels for setting and carving wood, and to work in all manner of workmanship. He really wants to make it clear. All manners of workmanship. I'll say it twice. All manners of workmanship. That Moses doesn't have to be this. He doesn't have to now become this master craftsman. The Lord gave me these things. The Lord is giving Moses a vision. And now the Lord is being like, perfect. You have this vision. Here's who to cast it upon. Here's who to spur on in these things. And I've called them by name. I've done these things. I've gone before you. And that just this person has filled the spirit, spirit, that that should be kind of the number one, like what qualifies you for any job. It would be being filled with the spirit. Like you're filled with the spirit? Perfect. Like that's just the person I was looking for. Um, if someone put that on a resume, I don't know if I would trust it. <laughs> but that's the thing that just right off the bat, he's filled with the spirit. It's like perfect. Moses, I feel like, would have like this stress off his shoulders now. I have somebody I can go to. I have someone that this vision that the Lord gave me, I can now go on and spur it on with somebody else. I have somebody that's talented in these things. And not just talented in his own way, but in all manners of workmanship by the Lord, given these things. Called by name that I feel it's important to be called by name, called by his name, that the Lord knows his name. He's not just, oh, yeah, that guy with a hammer. He's not just that guy. He is called by name, and the Lord called him by name. And we have these amazing things. We are even, our names are even written on his hands, that we even have, like, above and beyond. Not only does he know us by name, but our, hand, his, our names are written on his hand. That it can't be forgotten. Our names will not be misplaced or um, oh that guy does this now it won't be known by our works but this guy's filled with the spirit knows him by name called out by name um, so we're going to keep on going and I indeed I I always like when the Lord repeats it because I always think of who he's talking to immediately is doubting him so it's like and I Yes, indeed I have called another person. I have anointed with him Allaha, a name of Ahizamuch, of the tribe of Dan. And I have put wisdom in the hearts of all the gifted artisans that they may make all that I have commanded you. So now he's calling even more artisans. He's calling more of these artists forward, of these people that are going to make all of these things. And I'll go through and I'll list all the things that they're going to make. And we've talked about them over the last few months of each thing in detail. So hopefully I will read through this and you'll be reminded of all of these things and what they stand for and all the details that were in it. It took us months to go through all of these things and he's going to list them out right here. Um, the tabernacle... Um, the tabernacle of... Wait, I think... I'm going to read verse 6 again. And I, indeed I, have appointed with him 
Alahab, the son of Osmuch, the tribe of Dan. And I have put wisdom in the hearts of all the gifted artisans, that they may make all that I have commanded you. The tabernacle of meeting, the ark of the testimony, and the, and the mercy seat that it is that is on it, and all the furniture of the tabernacle, the table and its utensils, the pure gold lampstand with all the utensils, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering with all the utensils, and the lavender and its base, the garments of ministry, the holy garments for Aaron, the priests, and the garments of his son to minister as priests, and the anointing of the sweet incense for his holy place, according to all that I have commanded you, they shall do. So you can see there's a big task ahead of them. And now Moses has somebody to go to, has somebody to pour into. Um, That last sentence, according to all that I have commanded you, they shall do. Um, The way I would like things to happen with the Lord is... um, Bezahel is lifted up, and now he's a workman. And so now the Lord's going to talk to him and tell him all the details, and then I don't have to do anything. And then Bezahel gets to do it all. But instead, it's everything that I've commanded you. You get to now pass these things on. I've given you vision. I've given you a desire. I've given you the outline. So now you get to go pass it on to somebody else. You get to pass on this vision. You get to pass on seeing me up on this mount. I've anointed him. I've put my spirit upon him. So he's a trusted guy. He's going to do it good. But you have to now tell him these things. You have to go press on. And that uh, Moses is charged with this. That it's all the things that I tell you. He'll listen to you. But you got to still tell him. You got to still press on to these things. And so as much as it is a helper for Moses, as much as it is... Um, a blessing and a weight off of his shoulders, he's, Moses is still in charge of it. It's not just wash clean, done. Bezahel's got this all. I don't have to touch any of these things anymore. I can go to leading the people again. He's now fully in charge. He's going through with all these things. If a detail's not done, Moses will bring it up. And when he brings it up, they'll listen to him. Just thinking of vision and what an importance it is to pass that on and keep being reminded of it, that Moses now has this vision and he's going to keep pressing it on. He's going to keep pouring it out. And they'll listen because they have the Spirit as well. Um, Just thinking in church, Pastor Mike being the head, the lead pastor, but he doesn't have to worry about some things because he's in charge of other people for it. He doesn't have to worry about locking up. I don't think that he's... Locking up isn't on his mind because he's charged other people for it. Um, doing other things around the church, helping out, he doesn't have to, it's not something that has to be on his mind always, but he is in charge of it. So that's where this Moses, that's how I see it is. He's still going forward. If Pastor Mike talks, I will listen and I will go through with that, but also I want to be there as lifting up his arms. Um, so we should be these we should be filled with the spirit and because that's what i see is like his main requ- not requirement um 
I keep thinking of resume, but um, his main big blessing is being filled with the Spirit. If we're filled with the Spirit, then we can be like this guy. We can be these Bezalel of lifting up arms and pressing forward and helping Moses out, helping a leader out so that he doesn't have to be thinking of these things and be a blessing um, to be filled with the Spirit and truly asking him, asking the Lord, will you come upon me? Will you fill me today so that I can go forward and help other people? Um, So that's what Bezahel is, and he's charged with other people. He's got more workers, more workmanship, all these things. And it just comes down to being filled with the Spirit and wanting to pour out and wanting to serve and responding to a vision which Moses has given. Um, Just encouraging to, as we going through Exodus, I feel like Moses is always the leader that we keep our eyes on. He's a main character in the Old Testament. We want to be like, Moses did this. I want to be more like Moses. This is a good characteristic. I want to press forward and do these things. I want to lift my staff and have other people around me um, doing these things. And But this section really does boost up and glorify um, the people around him that are filled with the Spirit, that are gifted in wisdom and knowledge and all of this, and it's not by their own accord. It's not by anything they've done. The Spirit fell upon them. He's called them by name, and we are called by name, so we should also be going out and serving other people. So what a... I always keep my eyes on, like, Moses as, like, this is the person, like, I want to strive to be. This is a leader of the church. This is a leader that I want to be. I want to do these things. But in the same idea, I should be keeping my eyes on Bezel, this person that is called by name. He's not just a workman. He is Bezel. I know his name. It is written. And I want to be that person that is filled with the Spirit, um, that is gifted and helping out um, in, in all workmanship, all manner of workmanship he is blessed and put forward in, that that's something to be desired. Um, so, yeah. So that is this helping part that the Lord is kind of encouraging Moses in, he's like, hey, you don't have to do this alone anymore. You don't have to do these things. I've given you somebody. You can go off this mount and say, hey, Bezel, you know who to call for. I've gifted other people in workmanship. This is going to go through just fine. Don't worry about these things. I'm not going to give you something that you can't bear. Um, go off this mount with confidence and being, it's going to be taken care of. I've, I'm already lifting up other people that are gifted and talented in that way. So go off and walk out in confidence in that. So when it's help, I've got you. Um, And now we're going to go into Sabbath, which is out of to review this time on the mount, it doesn't seem like it would be 
the number one thing to review, but it certainly is. For Moses and these people, um, there's chapters and chapters of the, all the Ten Commandments. He only, he only like brings up this one. He brings up the fourth one. Because the first three are about God, our God relationship with God. The other six, five, are our relationship with each other. But the Sabbath is both. Our relationship with the Lord and relationship with each other and not working. So he brings up this thing, brings up Sabbath as a point of don't forget about this. I've said a bunch of things. I've said all these cubits. I've said these gold and all of these. But Sabbath, don't forget about it. So we'll go through that. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak also to the children of Israel, saying, Surely my Sabbath you shall keep. For it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am Lord, who who sanctifies you. You shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is holy to you. Everyone who profanes it shall surely be put to death, for whoever does any work on it, that person shall be cut off from, from among the people. Work shall be done for six days, but the seventh is the Sabbath of rest. Holy to the Lord, whoever does any work on the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Therefore the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations as a permanent covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever, for in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. Um, I like that in all these rules um, that the Lord lays out, there's a few times where he, the Lord gives us like, this is why you do these things. Um, and this is one of them. He says, obey the Sabbath. Here's even like, Here's why you should obey the Sabbath. Because I work the same way I did all creation in six days, and I took the seventh day as a rest. So this is an example laid before you. I'm not telling you these things randomly. I'm not um, demanding this from you. The Sabbath is such an interesting uh, one of the Ten Commandments. That it is, the Sabbath is for me. It is for you. It is not for God to come down and command you to take a day of rest and rest and be refreshed. Um, it's coming and saying, this is for you. This is for your generation. Um, in verse 14, you shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is holy to you. It's not a holiness that I'm giving to the Lord. It's not for the Lord. The Sabbath is for us. That this day, this day of rest... We're told why it's a day of rest. We're told um, because of creation and because there's another day of rest. Um, But it is for us that this is a day that's for us to rest and be joyful in it, to be sanctified, to be made holy, to be separated. And what an encouragement to, at this time, Moses finally being told all these things. And he's like, hey, and all of this, I still want you to take that rest. I still want you to rest and think of me. 
I want you to pause. Selah. And go and go down, work those six days. This has got to get done. Still make these altars. But know who you're doing it for. Know why you're doing these things. Take this time and pause. Slow down. Think of me. Look to me. Um, And I like that it'll be a sign between me and throughout your generations that I just imagine what a culture difference this would be, that everyone is going in day out, day in, day out, even for today, that I want to be open 24 hours, 24-7. we got to be open. We've got to sell these things. And for a place to be closed any day does separate you. Mudman is closed on Sundays. Um, Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. And it's just, it is a sign. It is something to be said that this, these people are taking a time out. They're going and they're not going to work on this Sabbath day, a day that they want everyone to take a rest in. Um, that it should be, that is a sign. Not that that is like the devout sign. They're all closed on Sunday. They must be Christian. But um, it does show. Um, and there was a season in Mudman that we were open on Sundays throughout the winter. Well, does that mean, this says that it'll be a capital crime. That if you work on a Sunday, it'll, who profanes it, you'll surely be put to death or cast out. So no one even talks to you anymore. Um, did we put ourselves, I'm saying we, not we are Mudman, but as employees of Mudman, did we put ourselves in a place of capital crime? No. This is an Old Testament. This is the law being poured out, and now we are in the law fulfilled. That we still have rest in the Lord. The Lord is with us now. That he is with us, he abides in us, and I, um, it's no longer a, um, I can call on him at any time, and he will give us rest. And he will comfort us at any time. So this time of Sabbath should still be taken, but it is not a Sunday requirement, Sunday only day. Um, this is a time that we can st- we should still be taking time to look to the Lord, to be seeking Him and seeing Him and resting in Him. Um, oftentimes at night, um, we have a group prayer in our house, and I will often pray for rest and not sleep, because sleep is like, I need my tight seven hours of sleep. If I don't get this, I'm going to wake up groggy, and it'll be my sleep's fault. If I'm in the flesh, it's because I didn't get my seven hours. Um, but that's the Lord will give us rest. I'd rather be have rest and sleep, too, because I know what the Lord is going to be there. It doesn't matter about this sleep of, I need seven hours, this is it, but I want rest from the Lord. That's what I seek. That I want rest from the Lord, because I know that he will give it. If I seek it, he will respond. He's not going to give me stones when I ask for bread. Um, so just a really cool closing 
part, but we will... Verse 18. And when he had made an end of speaking with him on Mount Sinai, he gave Moses two tablets of the testimony, tablets of stone written with the finger of God. What a cool thing. That it's, I, I don't think I realized that it was written with his finger, that it, he just wrote this out and wanted this, he wanted Moses to come down and bring something to show them, look what I did, like, not look what I did, look what the Lord has shown me. Look at these things that the Lord has laid out before us, that he really has called us to be a chosen people. And so now this is the conclusion of on this mount time that Moses got, and being filled with vision, and being filled with instruction, very detailed instruction. I'm sometimes thankful that my instructions aren't as detailed, but sometimes be nice. But he's given these detailed instructions and just how the Lord really does know our heart more than we know it. And we don't have to voice our every worry because he will he'll give us what our heart really desires. That I can just, I know it's not said here, but this is how I would feel if I was in a situation. I would feel overwhelmed. I'd feel alone on this mount that I'm going to go down and I don't know about these million people that are going to listen to me. Um, But he's already being comforted and being like, these people, I'm calling them by name. Um, They're filled with the Spirit. I've already given them wisdom, already given them knowledge, already given them these things. And in all of this, still find rest. Um, I think it's with that last verse, verse 18, how cool it is that the Lord can work with stone. That he writes with stone when I work with stone. Actually, I don't work with stone. But I feel like when you work with stone, it's like chisel, grinder, like you're going at it and you're just breaking off stone. That's the best we can do, is just breaking off pieces of stone. But the Lord just marks it with his finger. I don't imagine him with like a jackhander finger and he's like, and just going through. Um, I think that the Lord can soften stone. That he just moved his finger along and just softened the stone. And same with our hearts. That... I have hard hearts. And I know that if I go to the Lord, He will soften them. He will soften my hard heart. And just that simple thing of He wrote it with His finger, that He knows how to work with stone. He knows how to work with my hard heart. That He will write His commandments on it. He will write His rules on it. And I want His word to be on my heart. And He can um, with these things laid out. Um, so just giving Moses these outlines, and he is now he's like, hey, you can go back down, you can do all these things. Um, don't forget to rest. Don't, th- don't forget I have you. I have helpers for you. You don't have to do this alone anymore. Not anymore, but 
at all. I've always had helpers for you. Um, and so do we. We have people that we can lean on. We have people that we can be those helpers as well. Um, we can lift other people up. We can be those people to help and give rest to others. Um, so, I quickly went through that, but just knowing that we have help, we have rest in the Lord, and He's called people to help us, filled with the Spirit, and we are filled with the Spirit if we ask, and we can be those people to help out, and in all manners of workmanship. Um, these are artists, but burger flippers. There we go, Kev. Real artist over there. Um, he's filled the spirit. Um, yeah, we'll get to go, and then moving on, we'll get to see Moses coming on down and see how that all works with this law being laid out and seeing the people sometimes be stiff-necked and sometimes being willing to walk through these, all of these tabernacles and utensils of gold and lampstands and altars. We'll get to see all these people move forward in that. Thank you for joining us for this study through the book of Exodus this evening. If you would like more information about Selah Fellowship, please visit us on the web at selahfellowship.org. While you are there, feel free to check out some of our other messages and past book studies. Thank you again, and God bless.